Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Young Uses Podcast. I'm here with my boy, Boss. Introduce yourself real quick, bro. Yo, 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 yo. What's bracken? My name is Boss. Mujambere. Uh, that's my last name. I am an African. I, uh, I was born in Congo. I now live in the USA. Uh, in Tucson, Arizona for about 15 years, you know. Uh, graduated from the U of A, and I'm a barber. I increase people's confidence every day. <laughs> and that's what I do. Yeah, that's me. And I'm, and I, and I'm a bucket. Don't forget <laughs> that, bro. I'm a real bucket. Whoever wants the work, come see me, please. Yes, sir. This this is my guy right here. So we met when I was a, a freshman at UVA, and I think he was like a junior or senior. And I would just go hoop, and like we would have a good time hooping together. So he's going to be on here with me today. I'm going to be asking him some questions, you know, getting some knowledge. He's 23, so he got a little bit more life experience than me. Um, so first thing I'm going to ask my guy, since he already graduated and everything. So, boss, do you think... Do you think college has been worth all the all the time, money, and energy? And if you could go back to eighteen, like, would you still have gone to college? Um, college, college is a you know, people get different things from college, you know. But um, but college is definitely not for everybody. You know, there's certain people that go to college and then after college they don't use their degree at all. You know what I mean? So it's really, then that didn't mean nothing to them, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, true, true. But then there's other people that go to college and then they become a doctor, you know what I mean? Right, right. Or an engineer or something. So then that's different, you know what I mean? Then college is meaningful to them. But in my perspective, of course, you know, college was, you know what I mean? It was a great experience. I learned a lot, bro. I grew, I changed, you know what I mean? Met crazy people, but you know, I didn't change for the better. I just added to who I was and I grew, you know what I mean? So that's it changed in that way, you know what I mean? And then, but as far as, you said if I was 18, would I, you know, would I go back? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't just because of my profession of choice, yeah. you know, because college, you know, it didn't, I didn't need to go to college to become a barber. You know, so, but I did college, you know, college was always, uh, was always a dream of mine, you know, so I initially started as a, you know, I wanted to go to pharmacy school, so, so I had to go to college, you know, <laughs> so then I was like, you know, so I was like, you know, I could, you know, I can do this entrepreneurship thing and then, and then things changed and then, you know. But so college was a great experience. I don't regret it because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> you know, I got a full ride, so I was straight, you know. But if I had to pay for it, I would probably be feeling some type of way about it, you know. Just because I didn't pay for it, that's probably why I feel right. a little ease with it, you yeah. know what I mean? So, but, you know, college is very different for everybody, you know. People get different things from it, you know. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like like I've had a good time in college, but I know like if my parents were to tell me like, oh, like we're gonna stop paying your tuition, and you gotta pay everything on your own, like 
I'd be like, nah, bro, I'm not taking the loans. Like, I'll take a gap year and get my bed up, or I'm gonna just drop out and do something else because I'm just, I'm just not doing that. Like, I got a lot of friends who didn't go to college or dropped out, and they're making 70k, 100k, 150k, and it's just crazy to um see how that is. So, anyways, just gonna go into my next question from my man. So, like, do you think people today are, are brainwashed a little bit to believe that they need a college degree to make six figures or, or to be successful? Um. Uh, brainwashed uh i don't think brainwashed is the is the word you know yeah it's not extreme it's just it's just i don't think people are brainwashed it's people are just people you know they're 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 you know like you know they're in a system that 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 teaches them how to be you know those type type of people you know they don't want you to exceed at that level before you know, the standards or before certain things are met or things like that, you know? So when people feel like college is one of those things that you do have to meet before you're like, you know, you have to make a lot of money, you know? That's really what how it's supposed to go, right? Like, if you think about it, bro, no, like no old people's gonna tell you, like no professor's gonna tell you, oh, don't go to college, you know, <laughs> right? They're going to be like, bro, go to college. Yeah, go to college, you know. And then, you know, they'll probably even suggest a major for you, you know, because they they just want you to go to college. It's, it's, it's what they – but people are brainwashed to thinking that that is the only way, you know, of making a lot of money, you know, because – but, you know, a lot of money is perspective as well, you know. You know, but you can also go different routes, many different routes, bro, to make money. Like money's there's a lot of money for everybody. <laughs> a lot, bro. So people can make money, you know, even through college, after college, or and on the internet, you know, Forex, you know, the foreign exchange market, bro. That's a that's a crazy place that, you know, people can really grow it financially and you know become something that they can't even imagine because of what they didn't know you know but like once you tap in like they they use you know tap in tap in you know once you tap in into that world and become like familiar with it things change you know what i mean i'm sure you've seen testimonies like real life testimonies you know people that did it you know and they didn't they're not geniuses or anything you know what i mean they just believed in a system that was unique, you know, that was like not the typical way, you know. And then their testimonies, they're including how people were doubting them, right? They were doubting themselves because of how they were, you know, they were going through that because of. Because they're doing something different. Yeah, because of things that they're going against the grain, you know what I mean? They're going like against the grain from what they're supposed to be doing, you know what I mean? So that's why, you know, that's why it's like rewarding to do something like that, you know. And then if you're successful, of course, then it becomes a much, you know, much greater, you know, trip. For you, man. Good words. Good words for my man. Yeah, I think that's something that everybody has to realize. Like if you're if you're not going to the traditional college and, and nine to five route, or even if you're doing something on the side from college that most people aren't doing, like whether it's trading or, or youtube or, or barbering or whatever it is like sometimes people gonna hate on you about oh why are you doing that because it's something different that that they can't comprehend but it's just important to to know like you're doing it for for the love of what you're doing and like just to sure those people think but you know um me because I'm, I'm very passionate about the 
about the the trading market because i think it's cool you know how you know i already know like once i become very successful like i'll be able to make money from anywhere which is very powerful because you could travel see family you know have some freedom so I'm, I'm, i've actually been thinking like you know what if one day people went to college like to become traders like i feel like that would be really cool so i want to what's your thoughts on that like do you think it's possible for people to go to college to become um forex or stock traders or start a youtube like do you think it's possible to have college for entrepreneurship one day or like you don't think so um yeah i definitely support that bro that would be a dope thing bro that would be great bro that would be lit but you know i don't know i don't know if people support that you know like i don't know if people support that type of freedom in an environment that's supposed to be controlled you know what i mean you know what i mean so so it's just it's just it's just it's just really different because the people that that run shit run, run things excuse my language um um you know it's very um it's very realistic in their heads to eliminate that that field you know because then it takes it takes it takes the attention away from what they're trying to to do which is you know put you through the system right of college right if if forex is yeah like if forex was part of you know the thing right you would be like bro yeah i ain't doing that job <laughs> i'm out i'm gonna do this cuz this i have control over my destiny in terms of how much money i make bro you know imagine if you go to school bro and they teach you you know and they teach you something about you know how to make money bro like that fast bro if you know how to do it yeah. it's like it's like saying i'm going to give you a homework assignment and a test if you get a good grade on that test i you know that means you know how to make money yeah. you know that would be, be lit right <laughs> everybody would be like yo i'm trying to take that class bro that's my major bro because we all go to college for what? To eventually make money, right? So if there was a route in there that makes money while you're in college, bro, you would eventually drop out of college, bro. Because it's forex, bro. Forex takes what? How many? How many time? How many? What's the time frame? Do you think would take for you to actually grasp the skill to make a good profit and be profitable in trading? Well, you know, boss, for for everyone, it's different. Like I've heard of people mastering in three months, some people six months, some people a year. I think really, like to say a safe amount of time to become like a profitable trader, like one k a week. You know, something because one k a week now you're able to pay your bills and everything. You know, like for sure, some people could pay it on five hundred a week, but I say one k a week, like that's something where like everybody could pay their bills, with, like with one k a week, unless you live in L.A. or some shit. But normal person, one k a week, they're gonna be chilling. But anyways, I think it would take like. Like for the average person, you know, if they're able to really be committed, I think like two years for the super hardworking person. I think, I think like one year, and for maybe like a slower taking their own time, I would say like three to four years. But the issue is like ninety five percent of people fail because they don't even have the patience to to learn that shit for a month. Like they give up after like a week or two weeks or something. They gave up. They give up after losing a hundred dollars. When like, you know, my friend who's a six figure trader, one time he lost ten k in ten minutes. You know. And even Ken, like I'm sure he's lost thousands of dollars in minutes before. So you know, it like it happens. 
Yeah, so but he also probably made a lot in 10 minutes too, yeah. you know? That's why he took <laughs> yeah. those risks, right? Because I wouldn't take those risks if I've never made that much in that, you know, that time. So so if, you know, back to the point, bro, like people, if, if that was a choice, bro, if people had the choice to go to, to learn how to do Forex and how to, you know, make money on the laptop, you know, with Wi-Fi and just knowledge and your base pure knowledge, and you're just sitting there and controlling your own destiny and how hard you go every single day, that's a crazy skill, bro. You would, everybody would be rich that know that skill, right? Because money's literally coming in like, like numbers, bro. It's it's not even, you know, it's different when it comes in bills, you know, but when it's, it's just numbers writing, you know, in red or green, you know, red or green. It's like a game, bro. It's just like, damn, bro. So if you can master, bro, and get a bunch of greens or blues, bro, you lit, you know, so there's no need to be in college. I'll just sit there and fall in, you know, maybe trading $20, $20, $20, you know, a few times. And then, you know, if I'm really good at it, bro, that's enough for a day, you know? And then you wake up and do it the next day and catch the markets at a certain time and, you know, all that stuff. And if you can master that in a year, two years, bro, whatever, you still won't need to be in college. You'll be like, bro, peace. Because you're going to be like, I can make more money than if I, you know, wait till I graduate, you know. But, you know, but you could also graduate for, you know, for family reasons, you know. Be like, go to college because my family wants me to go to college, you know, right. things like that. Yeah, or just to, or just to graduate college, you know. College is college, you know what I mean. It's tradition. It's it's something, you know what I mean. It's something people want to do. It's an achievement that that says you're at a certain level in life, right? Once you graduate college, bro, you know people start talking about marriage after that. You know, if you get a job after that, what's next? Marriage, bro. My parents pressed me about finding a wife right now. And I'm like, bro, why? They'd be like, yeah, because, bro, you finished college. And you, and you got a job. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I finished college, so what? I finished college, so what? I ain't found the one yet. You know what I mean? I said, if I got, if I find her, I'm, I'm, you know, but she probably somewhere in, in, in the foreign, in the foreign, foreign places, you know what I mean? Speaking Dutch or something like that, but yeah. Yeah, but I think the other thing too is is a lot of people like they're so used to people telling them like when to show up to class, when to show up to work, how much they're gonna make, and they just get used to that, and they and they develop like a sense of comfort, and they're not used to like oh like I gotta I gotta make the trades, I gotta make the YouTube videos, I gotta edit the YouTube videos. I got to upload the podcast. I got to I gotta fucking send out videos of my haircuts to get clients. Like, it's, it's different when you do it on your own, but then it gives you a great sense of power. Like, the first time I made money trading, it just, like, it blew my mind because I was like, damn, like, I really just made money for my cell phone. Like, what the fuck? Like, if I can become good at this, I won't need a job. Like, I could work one just to do some shit, but, like, I could, if I become cold at this, I could work a job. And I could be like, if I don't like it, I could just dip any time. I think it's powerful. But um, next thing I want to talk about, bro, like, what do you think of, of dating in today's world? Like, do you think it's a lot different today than before? And do you think it's, like, easier today or do you think it's harder today? Um, 
I think it's easier today because we got Tinder and and BLK and nah, but it's not. It's easier to meet people nowadays because of things like that because of technology. Yeah, relationships. I don't know people nowadays. You know, girls nowadays or females or women. You know, they're very um different. They're very different. You know, it's just. Yeah, it's just the uh, you know things are changing in people's worlds, and people are expecting things before they're into things. You know, everybody expects things that they don't give. You know, you expect somebody to treat you well, but you don't really treat them well. You know what I mean? And it's like, how do you you know you you got to reciprocate? You know what I mean? If you want somebody to treat you well, you got to treat them well. So they can treat you well. You feel me? So for you, got to start it. So, but not a lot of people want to start that thing because it's, it's, it's like people are being selfish nowadays. Because you go in a relationship seeking for something, right? You go in a relationship, you seek something, and if if it's not filled, you're not gonna be, you know, you're not gonna be satisfied. You're not gonna be happy, and then that's when things come in between, you know, like things that people back then didn't have, you know. Back then, it was very pure and traditional, very straight to the point, you know? Not a lot of trust issues, not a lot of side uh, side people, you know? Almost everybody got a side person now, right? It's a side person. You're in a relationship, you got somebody on the side. Or the girl got a friend, or the guy got a friend, or or she got an ex that, you know, she can't not talk to you know so it's it's tough it's everybody's in different time zones you know in different times but it's definitely tougher now to be in a committed relationship because everything that goes around us and the technology and you know social media that's probably one of the biggest things you know social media is wild you know people that don't you know people that get tips relationship tips on social media you know what I mean? Relationships, uh, you know, they be gassing people up. They gas people up for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? So it's just a lot that goes on in today's world that makes it different. You know what I mean? But, you know, back in the day, it was definitely probably a lot smoother and a lot, and a lot less, you know, chaotic. You know, But now it's definitely tough. It's definitely tough because, you know, of all the circumstances, but yeah, but I'm gonna find me one though. Hey, no, no, Rajji. You know, I think I think in, in high school, and honestly, like in high school, and I say probably like half of college, like I feel like I was just always stressing about trying to get a girlfriend, trying to get a girlfriend, like and like being in a relationship. And I'm not gonna cap like part of it. Part of it was for sex, you know, like just wanting to have someone to, to have consistent sex with. But part of it was also like parents pushing on me like to get a wife. And, and, and uh, I'm not saying I was trying to have a kid at 19 or anything, but it was just like I was I was like trying to make steps for it just just so I could feel like I was like making progress in life. But now I just be at my own pace. Like, you know, me, I'm like, I'd rather take my time and meet somebody who matches with me, like who has the same ideals with me on fitness, traveling, working, um, 
like morals like music like just at least some stuff in common like we could vibe out and and there's someone that likes me for me and, and not for not for like the idea of having a mixed baby or for like my money or for like <laughs> my my status or something <laughs> oh it's the idea of having a mixed baby yeah bro you're a light skin <laughs> that's funny the funniest but yeah bro i mean it's 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 really it's really all crazy bro it's you know like now we but we you can't blame them you know what i mean they they want what they want right i like what i like so if they want a mixed baby and they see you and they say oh my god i want a mixed baby i'm gonna get like me but you are a mixed baby though they they are liking you for who you are (laughs) right Ain't they liking you for who you is? That's how you look. You look like a light skin to them. So they're going to be like, damn, I could have been. That could be one of the reasons, you know? But you ain't had a baby yet, so it didn't work. So you good. <laughs> that was just the devil trying you, right? And then, but like, it's it's crazy, bro. There's there's a lot of things that, you know, that go into like people choosing, you know? Like I have preferences too, you know what I mean? I have preferences too, but I have, I'm realistic, you know what I mean? I'm, I have a lot of common sense. I'm not out here, you know, pushing no crazy things on anybody, you know what I mean? If the energy's there, bro, the energy's there, bro. You don't have to force anything, you know? You probably gonna have, you know, a mixed baby. You don't even know. And you might go another route that you probably don't even know, you know what I mean? So things always go. No, I'm just saying, like, I want to, I want to grow who's with me for, like, you know, my personality and my work ethic, like, more, I mean, the looks is cool, like, obviously looks is, is, I mean, like, people be capping, like, they be saying looks doesn't matter, but me personally, I think looks is number one for every person, like, you can't, you can't date somebody you're not attracted to, but I don't want her to say, like, looks is one, and then money two, and then status, and then my personality is, like, the fourth thing or something, you feel me, Like, like, I'd rather have her look at my looks, and then my work ethic, my personality, my values, and then maybe like my money and and status because the work ethic is is going to create the money and, and status anyways. But like I feel like the personality and value is more important. But um, so you know, so so they do value person. Like it would be nice to do that, right? A lot of people do that, right? A lot of people want that. But like being realistic, right? Like you know how you look, right? In society, right? Right, so you have to understand what's going on, and how people perceive you, right? So that you you're not out here being misled by different females because they're attracted to your looks more than your personality, right? And you have to differentiate that. You have to know when they're just here for your looks and when they're here for you, right? So, but 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 at first, right? What's a, what's gonna attract them? Is the looks so so everybody is coming because of the looks unless you meet them on the phone or something yeah. and you you have a long ass conversation with them and you meet them right like everybody's coming initially for the looks so you you look like the typical you got curly hair you light skin you dye your hair uh, you got a beard uh, what else you, you know what I mean. Yes. you're nice to females right so they're gonna be like oh okay that's what instagram be showing that the typical the typical snack right the typical male guy that's how that's their perspective of typical 
male guy, right? You know, and then that's and then there's there's other people that that see a, a black guy. You know what I mean? He's very tall, handsome. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, "Damn, that's what I want." So I'm gonna go for that. And then the personality comes later. That guy might not click. You know what I mean? So if they don't click, it's over. You know. But if they do click, then they're gonna be liking each other for the personality now. You know what I mean? But he started with the looks. You know what I mean? So, and then the personality comes in. But it's very like hard for people. But you know, if they, but if they, it doesn't click, then cool, right? But you're not tripping about, you know, you wanting them to do that, you know, for you, you know, because they're gonna do what they want to do. You just gotta. How can you like a girl? Let me ask you this: How can you like a girl? for her personality if you've never, you know, like met her and, or you don't know how she is, you you just see her. There's no way, you just, you've had, you know, so you just gotta be like, you know, you just gotta be like, damn, the girl's gonna come because of my looks and then the person I'm gonna come late. If they don't click, they don't click. If it does, then y'all are gonna be soulmates, you know. If not, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, true, true. I think the other thing is is judging too. Like nowadays, people get judged if they try too hard, or they get judged if they don't try enough. And it's like everybody be be thinking like so much about it. Cause like, bro, nowadays people be getting put down for being single. And then like, if you're in a relationship, someone could put you down by calling your girl a hoe or calling her ugly or a, a girlfriend's guy could be put down. They could call him a hoe or they could say he's ugly or they could say, Oh, he drives this car instead of that car. And I think it's just a lot of pressure. Cause like people be, and I think a lot of people was crazy. Like they'd be posting their boyfriend or girlfriend on social media, like for validation a lot, you know, cause there's, it's one thing to post your girl or, or, or man, like once a week or once every two weeks, but the people that be posting their their boyfriend or girlfriend like every day and shit, I feel like they I feel like they be looking for like validation and shit a little bit. But you know, like I don't be tripping about it. I, I think the most important thing is everybody just focus on their their purpose and improving themselves first, and then like like the relationship should should shouldn't even be in your top five of like like looking for relationship shouldn't even be in your top five of priorities, and then like. I say even when you're in one, like, you shouldn't be more than, like, the third priority because, like, your health should be first and then, like, your family or your relationship with God should be second and then your work your work or career should be third. And the, so the relationship is probably, like, the fourth thing, you know. But some people be putting their relationship first and then it messes up with their career or their fitness or their family or their money or other things and then it creates problems and that's all issue right there. But, um, God, God is first. <laughs> He said, he said, he said, health first. It's God first. God is first and then everything else. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, so a lot of things, you know, judgment, judgment is common in this world, bro. It's going to happen. So, you know, you just got to keep it moving, you know, and focus on what's right. Focus on what's important, like you said, on your vision, you know, but a lot of people don't have that. You know what I mean? A lot of people that do that type of stuff are not like, you know. They don't have that type of energy. They don't. They're not there yet. So that's why they have time to do things like that. You know. Right. Right. I feel you. 
he was my guy boss you know since he is a barber you know i'm gonna ask him like just um what's up with it and everything so you know for my guy like um how did you get started in barbering or or and or what made you want to become a barber um so yeah so i'm uh i've been i've been like i've i've been you know i've been into barbering since i was young probably since i was like 11 you know so i've always liked you know i i just found myself cutting hair i don't remember like who i cut first or something like that but i remember myself just being good at making people look good you know i i was probably like 13 when i started cutting you know but then I started, you know, making it serious when I was like 17, 18, you know. You know, that's when I started getting more clientele. And then I got better, you know, you know, I was more conscious of my craft, you know. I was just getting better at, you know, every step and just realizing what I was doing more. Because at first I was just cutting and people would look good, you know, but I wasn't really, you know, thinking about the necessary steps to make somebody look good, you know, intentionally every single time. Cause it's an art, you know. You know you can't mess people up, you know. I mean, you can at the beginning, but the goal is to master the craft so that you can make people look good every single time, you know. And that can take some type of, you know, skill and you know talent and patience and you know things like that. But but I was always into it. I was always, you know, into making somebody feel better about themselves. That's probably why the most reason I do it, you know seeing people very happy because of what I did for them is a, is a rewarding feeling because, you know, and it's, and it's a fun environment. It's, it's always great topics. You know, I've met crazy amount of people, different people, different people from all types of places, different people that I, I would never met if I wasn't doing this. You know what I mean? So I'm like, bro, it's lit, you know. If I was working in a in a firm or something in a company, I would probably just be you know, the same people every day, you know. You see the front desk, you see here, you see who, you see the boss, you, see, you know. That's not my type of environment. I meet different people. I get new people. I meet new people almost every day, you know. And that's that's a lot of people, you know. Meeting new people is a great. I enjoy that a lot, you know. It's just. And it's just more than a haircut at this point. It's an experience, you know. And, of course, we're going to keep getting better and provide more services and stuff so people can, you know, pick and choose what they want to, you know, apply and get, you know, in their service. But barbering is a great field, you know, for whoever's interested, you know. But, you know, you got to love the craft and be dedicated to the grind, you know. Long hours standing, you know. That that for sure. Long days, you can have long days, you know. But uh, but it's all worth it, you know. When you see people smile, you you know, and you know the 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 cash is not bad either, you know. When you have a good client clientele, but yeah, that's my take on barbering, you know. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I think that's an interesting point you talked about. With you have to love the craft. I feel like a lot of people. You know, they're making 75K, 100K, 150K, 200K, but they don't love what they're doing. And they're just they're just forcing themselves to go through it because they know that they're making so much money from it. So I think, you know, the best scenario, like obviously the perfect scenario is doing something you love that also makes that makes a lot of money. Like, 
you know, obviously I'll go with the typical scenario, like, like a doctor who loves his job, like he's chilling because he loves what he's doing. He is also making 300 K, you know, obviously you don't have to be a doctor, but I think that's the best thing is like finding something that you love that you could make at least like 50 K, 60 K, you know, something to live comfortably on. Cause doing something you love, but only making like 20 K you, you're going to be stressed out a lot. And like, you know, like you're going to be happy, but you're still going to be stressed out a lot. So it's better to do something you love and you make, um, a good amount of money and you know it's crazy though how certain professions are are, are talked down a lot because like um like my parents kind of told me to avoid like barbering and plumbing and, and stuff like that that doesn't need a degree like when i was younger so i don't know what's what's your thoughts on that and like maybe like blue collar work um my thoughts on people are people people are different you know but my thoughts, and it's just because, you know, what they've been taught, you know. It's what they've, you know, who they they looked up to was doing, you know. They think that's the only way that works, you know. They trust a system, you know, that they're comfortable with, you know. So they're trying to refer you to that same system that they're comfortable with, you know. But if you if you discover something that's, you know, that's, you know, that's very rewarding and interesting and and that you like and you dearly love with your passion and your heart, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't do it. Life is too short to do something that somebody else suggests for you, right? You were born alone, you're going to die alone, right? So you might as well do what's best for you and what you think is best for you, unless unless you're wilding, of course, you know. Some people would be thinking they're doing the right things when it's clearly the wrong things, you know, when they're in the wrong headspace and things like that. But, but you know, career paths are very interesting, and life is life is a journey. So you just have to pick, you know, what you want to, you know, do in that journey. You know, what you what you want to, you know, live. You know, and you don't want to live in somebody else's suggestion and things like that especially with the field you know because if they tell you something not to do something and then you you like it you're not gonna be on the same page with them you're gonna be like bruh like what you mean like i like this how are you gonna tell me not to follow it you know like maybe money is not what you think is in my opinion maybe you take money serious like that maybe i think money is just paper and i just I'd rather do what, you know, I love more than what the money comes, you know? So, because money comes in what? And goes. Money comes and money goes. Money can go whenever you have a job. Money can go whenever. But if you're doing something that you like, you know, and the money goes, you you might feel a little better than when the money goes when you're doing something you don't like. You know, you're going to be like, damn, bro. You're saying that. But if you're doing what you love, you might keep going. You know what I mean? You might have a little more like, damn, the money's not here, but I'm going to keep it going. The money going to come again. You know what I mean? So that's that. Yeah, but I think that's the biggest thing. Like when I first started my podcast, my, my parents were like, like, what are you doing? Like you're distracting yourself from college and this and that. It's because I feel like a lot of people would try to put you in your, in a box, you know, especially as a high school or college student, like they'll try to tell you like, just focus on class and just do your job 
And like if you're a college student, you try to have a podcast or a YouTube channel or, or a t-shirt business or a vending machine business or, or you trade in currencies on the side or trading stocks on the side. A lot of people will try to tell you like, nah, why are you doing that? Like wait till you graduate this and that because uh, like I was with my homie in, in Texas, you know, my old basketball trainer and I messed with him and everything, but he was telling me like, wait until you graduate to, to start trading. And I was like, I don't, I don't really know about that, you know, just because like, why would I want to wait to pursue my dream, you know, because I was in Scottsdale and I was talking with Ken and everything. And I told him about that. And he was like, he was like, why would, he was like, no, nah, that, that doesn't make sense to wait like that. Like you need to, you need to be going now. Cause um, you know, like I, I'm not planning to be trading for the rest of my life, but it's still something that I'm at least decently passionate about, you know, a lot more than any type of, any type of job or career that I, that I could think of, you know, like Forex and fitness for me, like right now, like those are like the top two things that I'm passionate about. Like, you know, like I do this podcast, but like I was still a lot more passionate about, you know, helping me with their fitness or doing Forex and helping people with their, um, with their trading. So it's like, I just have to keep that in mind. And if someone tells me like, wait for this or wait for that or, or not, you can't do it now. Like just, just to block that, um, block that noise out. But, you know, back to barbering with my man, like, so since you've been barbering for so many years, like what advice would you give to beginner barbers? Like people in their first few months or like in their first year, like people who are, you know, they still have a lot, a long ways to go. Uh, there's a, you know, there's a process to becoming a great barber, you know, it's not just the haircut, you know, it's a lot of things. You just have to keep in mind that it's a lot more than just the haircut that, you know, your, your service has to be there. You have to be a good people person. You have to enjoy talking to people. You have to enjoy being around people. You have to, you, you have to, you know, you have to enjoy making people feel, you know, good. You know, you have to check your, you know, attitude at the door every time you pull up, you know, because, you know, you don't want to be going through some, you know, craziest things at home or whatever or something. And then you bring it on to your clients. They're just trying to come get a clean haircut. Yeah, they they just want to come and get a haircut and look good. Maybe they got a wedding the next day. Maybe they got a, a graduation, you know, in the day or, or they going out that same night, you know. And then you over here telling them about a bunch of crazy things, you know, that's not related to to anything. Or so you just gotta be able to read the room and just so you can have a, a peaceful environment, you know. And always work hard, of course. It's a it's a field that requires a lot of work. You know, self you know, self motivation is a big one. Uh, you gotta find that self motivation while you keep getting up and then, you know, cutting people's heads, you know, you gotta you gotta find that reason to do that, you know. So, and then once you do that, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you, you have an easier time doing your job. It's not even a job at this point. It's never been a job, you know. It's, it's, it, it was started as a hobby, you know, and then you grow and then things change. But, but it's always a fun thing to do because I love doing it. So I'm never feeling like, damn, I gotta go cut somebody's hair, you know? <laughs> not really, bro. Not really, bro. Like every time I gotta cut somebody's hair, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I gotta, you know, if somebody texts me or someone and they want to book an appointment or something, bro, I'm not gonna be like, damn, I gotta cut some hair. Damn, mm, I ain't really trying to cut no hair right now, unless I'm on vacation or something. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like, bro, yeah, I'm I'm trying to make you look good. Pull up, you know what I mean? Like, I got you. Pull up. Let's get it. Like, I want to make you look good. 
feel good. So I want to increase your confidence. Pull up. So it's fun. You feel me? So and then I get bread after that. So it's like you know, basketball players they enjoy balling, bro. I wish I was in the NBA. But that's another topic. But yeah, you know what I mean. Feel you, man. You know, I'm I'm really thankful for for um, for my barbers because, like, you know, actually, I get I get cut by my guy boss, and I also get cut by this dude, this dude Mario. And like, you know, I know people say like, oh, you should only stick with one one barber, but sometimes, you know, I like to do different barbers just because one to meet new people, and two just to like, you know, give new barbers a chance. You know, I think a lot of times in in this in this area, people have this uh, this stigma that you know you could never cheat on your barber, <laughs> and like, I kind of get it. Like I don't think you should be changing barbers every week, but I don't. I don't think every every now and then. I don't think it's bad to like you know hop in a different barber just because you know you could give somebody new some support. Like because I've seen a lot of times when I go to the barber shop, like new barbers be struggling and shit. And, like it kind of makes me sad because it's like damn, like nobody's willing to give them a shot. Because like I remember that shit back in basketball and even in like the dating market and shit. Like no girls willing to give me a shot, and I was like fuck this, bro. Like it's it's annoying, you know, just because they wanted a certain guy or something or you know same thing basketball like coach only wants to give certain players a certain shot and i see the same thing over in barbering like you know people only want to go to the 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 top barber over and over and over again and it's like all the new barbers are like fucking struggling not able to do anything but um another interesting thing i learned is i feel like barbers are like low-key therapists at the same time and they don't they don't get enough credit for that because you know the one of my barbers that i've gone to for like three years like I used to talk to him about like my roommates, my classes, my professors, like girls I was going out with, issues with family, surgeries, like politics, money, economy, like guns, like all types of shit, man. And he gave me like so much advice and, you know, like that hundreds of dollars I paid him over the years, like to be honest, he could have charged me way more just because all the therapy he was giving me. And I think that was some, that's, that's something that a lot of barbers like, like they're pretty much therapists and barbers at the same time, and they don't. I feel like they don't be getting a lot of credit for that. So, like, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, bro, for sure. Uh, but what you said about um, you know, about the you know barbers, you know, always going or the clients always going to like the top barbers or whatever. This is a it's a competitive environment. You feel me? So if you're not out here grinding to become the best among your people or your colleagues you know then people will gravitate to those who know how to cut best because they want to look good right it's not that it's they're not going to go to like if you if they know that you don't know how to cut well you know i wouldn't want to go there unless you don't care about your head <laughs> i'd be like i give you a chance bro but not today bro i got a date tomorrow i gotta look good so i'm away for i'm away for whore hair over here Jorge, Jorge got me. You know what I mean? So you choose and you know you choose and pick. But it's nice, you know. But it's never good to cheat on your barbers unless you know they're out of town or unless you know unless you know that the next barber will also hook you up. You know, you, you know you have to trust their work and you know and what they bring to the table. But um, um the other question about um, what was the question about? I forgot the other oh, saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We're big time therapists, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We we yeah we got hella 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 bars and hella jams, you know. So we be you know we be coming out with the bars and the stories for the days, you know. We be getting all the hot topics, you know what I mean? 
you know, people be bringing their problems over, you know what I mean? It's cool. It's cool. It'd be different. It'd be different every day, bro. It'd be different every day. So so we 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 like it. We love to see it, you know what I mean? And it's it's good to give positive you know, feedback to always. So you know, so it's never bad to tell somebody something, you know, good. But, you know, that's the easy part. That's the easy part. Hearing people people's issues and what they're going through, that's the easy and fun part. It's pretty lit. I enjoy it the most. Cause it's like somebody got something different going on. You're like, damn, for real, bro? Damn, I thought everybody was having a good day today. You know what I mean? And you're like, damn, the world really is crazy. You know what I mean? But if you were in an office, you'd be like, yeah. You'd be like, oh, where'd you watch Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie, you good? That's it. Like, you know what I mean? But here, like, you're stuck in a chair with somebody, right? You're here. Like, for how long? Yeah, literally. Yeah, like you're in a chair with somebody, bro, and, and it's just you two. Right? We can either be awkward or we can be like, yo, let's chop it up. Let's make this 40 minutes interesting. Let's gain some out of it. Let's, so I'm going to ask you a question, bro. So boom, you know? And then that's how things go. How was your day? So if it's a person that talks a lot, they're going to tell you a lot. If it's a person that talks a little bit, they're going to tell you a bit, and then you're going to have to carry the conversation. But it's pretty fun. When you got a talkative person in the chat, they just be going off. <laughs> they just go off and off. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel you. But it's it's all fun and, you know, and things like that. So we love to see and we enjoy it, you know what I mean? So you know, therapist it is. <laughs> Yeah, man, because I think that's something that just be overlooked a little bit. So I wanted to give my guy some some recognition on that, you know, because uh, today, like, he he chopped me and I was telling him about, like, the shit that happened with Scottsdale, like, uh, just my plans and shit for the summertime, like, shit that be happening with, with college, like, girls I be hanging out with and he'd be, like, listening and giving me advice and shit. So, like, you know, it's, it's like, pretty cool to, to have that, like, you know, um, without having, like, all the pressure that I would have if I was going to like actual therapy. Cause I've met with therapists before and it's like, you feel like a lot of pressure when you're there, like you gotta be um, all professional and shit. But yeah. You got any questions for me, bro? I feel like I've been asking you everything. Uh, nah, let me see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We, yeah. We could flip this. I'm gonna ask you a few questions. Let me see. Do I have any questions? And uh, how does it feel being a light skin? <laughs> You know, I think I think I've been misunderstood a lot because like every time I like approach girls and shit, like they always want to put me in like the African American or or Mexican category. And like you know, it's weird. Like when I tell them I'm Egyptian, it's like it's two reactions. Like it's either they love it or like they hate it, and it's like weird. Like there's pretty much no no in between. You know, because a lot of times in high school I go to parties and and all that, and I would get curved as soon as I would tell them I'm not black or mexican just because they have a certain image of a guy they want in their head and if i didn't match it that was it but i think now it's like a lot of females are becoming a lot more open to different races and shit so i usually don't be dealing with like the you're not my type stuff too much anymore you know i mean sometimes with the hispanic girls they still have like their type i feel like a lot more than nothing against or anything but i feel like they just be having that hispanic guy type in their head like a lot more than 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 like other races be having but you know i'm gonna say like I'm gonna be honest, like it is, it is 
it is cool though just because it's like i'm dark enough where my eyes stand out but i'm not and you know and i don't have to worry about like getting a fucking um sunburn or anything but at the same time i'm not like so dark or people make like you know like where people make like you know the the jokes about that so i feel like i got lucky with like you know my skin tone and, and my look and all that but at the same time you know it's like a double-edged sword because you know like i am able to get more attraction and meet more females but a lot of them don't trust me because they think oh you know he has green eyes and curly hair like he can get any woman he wants and they have this misconception like i like i get some women but these women they have a misconception that i could get any woman that i want and then they end up not trusting me and it just like in the past sometimes it would just hurt like having a woman not not date me just because she thought i was too good looking like you know i, I didn't understand that because like no guy would ever tell a woman oh i'm not gonna date you because because you're too good looking like i get the fear like it makes sense but it's like that shouldn't stop you from from being with me you know like because it's like i would work so hard and, and do everything well and just like try my best but it just didn't matter because it's like because of my looks they just didn't didn't trust me and i think that's the issue a lot of women have nowadays is they don't trust good looking guys just because they're good looking but it really does make sense to me because a lot of guys like they will get cheated on by an attractive girl and like they'll talk to an attractive girl again and they'll still trust the new attractive girl like they don't have trust issues but women like if they get cheated on or they have a bad experience with like a light-skinned guy or like a really good-looking guy like like myself then it's like now they don't trust all the the good-looking light-skinned guys in, in the in the future yeah that's definitely true bro yeah you a light-skinned for sure man you really be going through it, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, no, nah, there's definitely negatives to everything, bro. But yeah, so let me see. What's my other question? So, do you think? Do you think you'll ever stop hooping? <laughs> this man, I told him I get into lifting. He thinks I'm gonna become a bodybuilder and quit hooping. <laughs> nah, I don't think I. I don't think I'd ever like. I don't think I'd ever, ever quit, quit, but I feel like there's times in, in my life where I have to limit it just because I'm, I'm like focused on like, you know, building up my bread or spending time with family or learning a, um, a new skill or something. But to be honest, like ever since I picked up a ball, like I've loved it. And, you know, I met, I met my guy boss. I met Dalton. I met my guy Shug. Um, you know, I met this guy, Ben Dawson. He's been a good friend of mine. I met my friend Joe. Like I've met so many amazing people through hooping and it's like, I want to keep hooping and keep meeting amazing people and like obviously you can meet great people in a lot of different situations but i think sports is just something that brings people together and like it's always great to be able to reach out to friends and be like hey like let's let's go get on the court together and have some fun together and it's like not only are you doing physical activity and keeping your body fit um but you're also having some competition and like you're, you're spending time with your friends because i feel like it's different spending time with your friends through like a sport or competition than just like you know grabbing food or going to a party or something no, it's definitely, it's definitely lit, bro. Like, sports is, that's why I asked. I was like, you really sure you're about to stop hooping, bro? Because, bro, like, man, yeah, you got to stop because, you know, you're trying to focus on lifting, but ball is life, bro. You know what I mean? Bro, like, we was hooping with some old heads today, you know what I mean? There was old heads that still getting buckets, bro. He was just cooking. You know what I mean? He knew the game, bro. He's been playing for a long time, bro. And this guy, his knees and back and, you know, and arms still let him. You know what I mean? He has the grace to play until he's like, bro, 40-something, bro. He was running with us, bro, bumping and grinding with us, bro. 
You know what I mean? He couldn't run as fast as us, you know, but he wasn't like a liability on, you know what I mean? So I was like, damn, bro. That's that's what I'm trying to be on. Some Uncle Juice, you know what I mean? So ball is life, bro. And it's always a great time. Like I seen like today, the amount of people I saw that I haven't seen in a long time after we hoop. Too many, bro. And you know what brings us together? The hoop, bro. I was like, damn, bro. Like, yo, what's good? Yo, what's up? Oh, man. I ain't seen you since high school, bro. Oh, I ain't seen you since middle. Oh, I ain't seen you since last tournament of high. Oh, things like that, bro. So you're like, damn, bro. It's really, it's always more than what it seems. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why I had to ask. But, um, let me see. I think that's it. I don't think I have a lot of more questions, you know. Oh, but uh, oh, one more question. What do you think about Corona? <laughs> we had to include that Corona. How do you think? What do you think about coronavirus and the new strain that's coming out, and the vaccine? Yeah, and the vaccine. Listen, and the vaccine, right? What else? Uh. Yeah, and the vaccine. So what do you think about COVID-19, COVID-21, COVID, you know, COVID infinity? COVID infinity right now, damn near, right? Bro, that's how it feels, right? Um, And then, uh, yeah, bro, so what do you think about those three things, you know, and how things are going? Oh, and, and our president. Guy asked me like 10 questions in one. <laughs> uh, COVID, I think it's overplayed a lot. You know, um, CNN, CNN, I mean, CNN, CNBC, MSN, Fox News, uh, Washington Post, uh, fucking all those journals and news stations and media, like they they really overplayed it. There was no reason for, for all those businesses to shut down and people to go homeless and for people to, to not have toilet paper and... and you know, and, and for all the people working at groceries that have to stress out with all that, with all that shit, um, you know, and for companies to lay off thousands of people and have people losing their homes. And like, there was no reason for all that. Like, you know, like it could have been like half of that or like a quarter of that, like some businesses could have shut down, but there, there were so many businesses that did not need to shut down, you know, and, and people, people say like, it's gotten better, but really, it's really not getting that much better. I feel like we're just staying stagnant. Like, I really don't see much difference now than in like April of, of 2020. Like, people are still scared because I was just at Vasa Fitness today and I couldn't even fucking fill up my water bottle. Like th- this gym really had, had the water fountains closed. I'm like, I really don't understand it. Like, like you could open the water fountain, you know, and to be honest, it's not the gym though. Cause I asked her, I asked the worker there, like, why can I not get water? Like I, I want to drink water, you know, like that's a normal thing. And she was like, Oh, it's the health department and this and that, you know, and it's like something they can't control, but you know, it is what it is. I just know it's overplayed a lot because I don't remember the flu or measles or smallpox or any of those viruses being on the news like COVID is, you know? Um, so it's definitely gotten really, uh, out of his hand and, you know, I was planning on, on actually studying abroad this fall, but I kind of changed my mind on that because I, I don't really see this getting better until 2022. Just being honest with y'all, that's just my personal opinion. Could be wrong, of course. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know for sure. I'm not a nurse. But just based on seeing what's happening, you know, especially like going to the gym and not being able to drink water, like that kind of woke me up as well today. Um, as far as Biden goes, I think he's going to make stuff worse. 
than Trump actually because I think he, yeah I think he's gonna shut down more businesses. Um, he's gonna pump more money into the economy and make the dollar weaken even more, right? And then um, I think he's gonna raise taxes on the rich, but then I feel like he's also gonna end up doing it on the middle class as well, and then the middle class are gonna be um, struggling because of that. And you know, I just I I don't know. And then his his whole student loan thing doesn't really make sense to me because I ain't about to pay no taxes for for no motherfucker that took out hundred k in student loans. I ain't trying to pay that shit. Like that's their responsibility, you know. So that kind of that kind of pisses me off a little bit because I hate when people just take student loans and then try to put the blame on somebody else or say, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. Well, don't take the loans in the first place, you know. Um, as far as the new strain goes, I don't really know much about it. Like. You know, I kind of just be focusing on my school and my gym, my trading. So I don't really keep, be keeping track of the COVID too much anymore. It's been eight months, so I'm kind of used to it at this point. But um, I think, I think, like, I think we'll start to calm down, you know, with people going crazy in like August or September. But I think we're all going to be wearing masks until like middle of like June or July of 2022 or maybe even like 2023, to be honest, you know, but. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, bro. Good, good, good responses. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You know, we had to end with the COVID question because COVID, bro, COVID out here messing things up, messing things up from, from top to bottom, but it's all Gucci. God is good. You know, and we move. Feel you, feel you, man. Shout out to my guy, boss. You know, I know he, I know he talks a little bit softly, so hopefully y'all are able to <laughs> hear hear him perfectly on here. You know, but um, it's my guy right here, barber. Make sure y'all hit him up, get you a cut. You know, and he gives me some good tips and all that. So I appreciate his knowledge. And yeah, man, don't don't trip too much about about COVID. You know, especially because it's something that you can't really control. Um, but appreciate y'all for listening. I catch y'all on the next.